Yo, yo, good day, and welcome to another episode of Road FS Detail Memoirs. I'm super excited. You guys can see that Rod is not with me. You know, he had a wedding, so him and his family drove over. To, I, I don't know if they drove. Actually, I'm sure he drove because he's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, flying four people over to Seattle is not cheap right now anyway. But, yeah, so um, it is just me and my awesome, awesome guest. So I have Kelly Mankin. Aloha. Aloha. So she flew in from Kona, Kona Hawaii. Hawaii. The big island, yep. one of my favorite islands. <laughs> um, if you guys ever get to Hawaii, you got to go to the big island. You got Kona and Hilo, and uh, Hilo's the surf side, and Kona's the hot side. Yes, so. it is. So we're super excited. So she came in for a class reunion. Class reunion. Yeah. Are and we going to tell people how many? Uh, or are we 30, not so 35. <laughs> <laughs> 35. It's a half reunion, but yeah. No, it's that's good. super fun. It's, good. it's it's fun to connect. And I didn't realize that you are actually from Boise. I so I moved here. I'm from Portland originally, but I moved to um I moved here when I was eight. So I went to Collister, um Hillside Junior High, and then graduated from Capitol, played sports and did the whole gamut. My parent, my mom still lives here, my brother still lives here. And That's super tons fun. Of family here, so yeah. Yeah, and yesterday you got to do a girls' day. And, I did, and, and I love your girls' day because <laughs> when I talk to my daughters about a girls' day, it's I get two extremes. Oh, I bet. Right? <laughs> I got the girly girl, and then I got the sporty girl, and so. I never know what I'm going to get. No, you're gonna like getting <laughs> like the nail spa day, or we're going to go to lunch and go to a, um, like I hung out with Sydney Brakewin yesterday and we went over her studio or her, um, shop. her shop and, uh, no one had lunch and we talked story. We talked cars the whole time. So it was good. Yeah. That's what we like to do. That's she the girl day for us. Head. She is. It's great. <laughs> she loves it. So that that's super fun that you got to get it to was. do that, right? Yeah. Because you know it, it's fun to see so many women um, in the industry, you know, and having such a powerful impact. I mean, we got you, we got Sydney, Marcella. Yeah. yeah I mean, you can just Jennifer Turcott. I mean, you just Rook, Jennifer Turcott, Jessica Rook. I mean, you name it. We you got name them. You know, the buffing queen. I yes. mean, there's, you know, the, you got the uh, detailing mermaid over in Minnesota. Oh, I mean, right. yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's super fun. To, and to have that. We got, Auto Geek, of, we got Robin Sweet. Um, oh yeah. yeah Robin Sweet. Yeah. I got to meet her at Air She's Force great. One. She is so awesome. nice. In fact, she's supposed to be on the show in a couple of weeks. Oh, excellent. Yeah, and, she's great. You know, fortunately, Chris caught an just an amazing moment with her at Air Force One. Oh, so she's, she's detailing and all of these girls are all around her asking about detailing. I love it. And I'm like, oh, that is so cool, right? It is because, you know, when I started, there weren't a ton of women in the industry. It was really hard, you know, in fact, to, for, to be taken seriously. Um, and now, I mean, we have a smattering of really good women, female detailers. And um, yeah, I mean, that's a pride point for sure. And just getting and getting more people interested, more younger women in the industry and and interested and, and engaged. So how did you get started? Let's talk uh, about your story. So. It was kind of, so I was in restaurants for many, many, many years. And then 
I had an addiction problem and I was kind of at a crossroad in my life and I started detailing and I had a proclivity for it. And, um, and as I started making life choices, um, I just really got, it was such a good focus. Like I was hyper-focused, which meant I was better at it um, because I was, I was just concentrated and it gave me focus to, uh, in my sobriety, to start my sobriety and really start those life changes moving. So I started mobile. I started working for another person and everybody's like, you need to start your own business. You're, you're better than the person you're working for. (laughs) And so, and that ensued. And then I, I, um, I started a little shack right next to the, the, there's one main street in downtown Kailua Kona. And it's just this little, you know, sleepy beach town. And right at the end of, of town, I set up a tent and I started detailing. <laughs> so I had three jobs. I was like doing, I was working in a restaurant. I was working retail. I was working retail jewelry sales. And then I was uh, working at, at my shop, um, my shop my exterior, my outdoor <laughs> shack. It was Your like a shack. shack. It was yeah. a shack. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, it was great. Cause, um, and then I started just as I, I really realized I wanted to be an op- entrepreneur and I didn't really want to work for other people. And so, you know, the transition, it took a while, but, um, and then I had, um, then I went mobile again and then I went to, another outside shack (laughs) and then i actually finally went in by the kona brewing company and i went into my first fixed location so that was like gosh i've been detailing it'll be actually i'm coming up on my 20th year 21st year um in august and i um so 10 years ago was my first fixed location and i'm moving into my largest shop yeah and it's huge it is i'm looking I'm at like, the pictures what am I doing? i'm like oh my gosh i mean is. you can pull planes in that sucker. almost i mean maybe a small plane but it's i mean i went from 1650 square feet to almost 3500 <laughs> so it, it was a big leap awesome. so it's i mean it's been stressful but i'm so excited i'm just really excited that's so it's fun great. yeah it's great I want to go back because I think, you know, before you and I got on, we were talking about my podcast that I had with my son, right? Yesterday with uh, Sean Hart on a father's heart podcast. And I think a lot of times we miss the important topics, the hard topics, right? And you mentioned, and I don't want to let it go that, you know, that you were the detailing helped you get through addiction and, there are a lot of men and women that have gone through challenges in their life that often involve addiction, abuse. I mean, just a myriad trauma. of things, trauma, right? Because I know that you're very involved with the light on foundation. I am. And so I wanted to talk about that because I think it's an important aspect of the story because it's not just one day I wake up and I'm quitting. It's one day I wake up and I'm going moment by moment, literally moment by moment, day by day. Yes. And it's a beast. It is. So how, how did you work through that? And 
how was your business to help you work through it? Because you said it helped you. Yeah, oh, it did. Um, so when I was it, full in my addiction and I hadn't quit uh, my other jobs yet and I was still, I was just dabbling and I was really enjoying um, detailing, but I hadn't gotten super serious yet because my addiction was really, my addiction and my um, alcoholism was holding me back, um, struggling with depression and anxiety that I didn't even realize at that point that, um, that it was overlapping in all areas of my life. So unfortunately, I mean, oh, this happens a lot. I overdosed and I overdosed a couple times and almost died. And there was a point where I was like, okay, I need to start making uh, choices that so, for myself. So I called it a life choice change. Um, and I got serious about detailing. So I got, that was like my saving grace was getting into detailing full-time. I quit my other jobs and I went heavy duty into therapy. So I, I didn't go the AA route and I, you know, wh whatever works for anybody, I support hundred percent, you know, people, people are different. People do different things. Um, but I focused on my business and, um, so it was, it was white. I white knuckled it for a while. I was super sick when I first stopped. Um, and it took me a while to peel back all the layers of the onion to get to what was really the problem was trauma and childhood trauma. So when I started really getting to know myself and centering on myself was when everything started really falling into place. And then, and then I got really excited about my job and then I wanted to do more training and I wanted to get better. And I wanted, you know, then I started take, I started having confidence and pride and all of those things. So that really shifted, shifted gears for me and into being a, an entrepreneur and just not having a, creating a job for myself, but actually, you know, having a career. Yeah. One of the things that's been really fun to watch is your transition. I mean, we met in 2018, mm -hmm. right? It was the year before that you had trained with Rennie yep. and you got selected to be on the Air Force One team. And I know you were really, really humbled by I that. I was jazzed. <laughs> and, you know, what really impacted me um, was Dick Nelm, the the pilot. Mm -hmm. He tapped me on the shoulder and he told he started talking to me and thanking me. And it just there was such an overwhelming sense of pride and I was really jacked about the project anyway, because I love aircraft and I really wanted to just, you know, eat up every moment of that experience. But <clears throat> Dick Nelm brought a whole nother like level to it. And he's just an instrument. I mean, putting your life on the line, like he flew a bomber in world war two. He's 99 years old now. He's 96. Yeah. Then. And it was just such, I mean, all, the whole entire experience. It, it was life-changing. I also, I decided to lose weight after that because I struggled. I had injuries and I had 72 extra pounds on me. So um, another life choice. So that, that initiated another life choice and it really got me serious about aircraft. So definitely as you know, you can see these forks in the road where I just like, again, it re hyper focuses me. It's really great for my recovery. It's good. It keeps me balanced and centered. 
and in um, in a state of gratitude, really. I think a lot of men and women really struggle with where they are, but more importantly, they're, they struggle with where they were. Yeah. Right. And where they were, it's like we were talking to Mike Walling last week. He's like, you can't be looking in the rear window. No. Right. And a lot of times we look so we get trapped in yesterday that we're not able to make the life choices that is going to change our trajectory. Right. I mean, because you think about little life choices that seem insignificant really propelled you into a completely new Different direction, direction right. and opportunities. Truly. And I think there's, you know, and when you struggle with anxiety and depression too, there's that, um, there's that sense where you get, um, there's like, uh, there's a place where anxiety can be functional and not dysfunctional where you can, you acknowledge it and it can, it can, uh, inspire you to go in a different direction. Or if you're in the overwhelm sense of anxiety, then you're kind of in a dysfunctional anxiety, but, um, you can, if you know, if you get to, you know, shake hands with those things, then you can use them to propel you forward. And if you are looking in the rearview mirror or you're looking too much ahead, that can be overwhelming. So really staying in the moment and, um, and having like, I, I talk about aspirations, um, and trajectory, like you, I do vision boards all the time. That's what gets me. Like, I have to write it down and look at it every day and go, okay, we're going to knock one of these things down at a time. But it, again, if you get too far ahead of yourself or too, or you're looking too far behind you, it's uh, it can be it can be hurtful. It's a crazy balance, right? Because you need to recognize that the past brought you to where you are. Right. Right. My son always says this. He goes, dad, I have no regrets because my decisions brought me to where I am today. And now I have opportunities based on that experience. So I can either let that experience hold me back or I can use it as a launching point to move me forward. Right. Instead of it being a crippling force. And, you know, Rick pointed out, it's easy to get caught in just today. I'm complacent. I'm good enough. I got a good living and that's okay. If you're happy there, that's fine. But when you wake up and go, wow, I'm doing the <laughs> same thing. I haven't really grown as a person, let alone a business, but more importantly, as a person. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I had to really start looking forward. And, you know, we were talking about my daughter. It's sometimes she looks so far forward that, man, it just becomes overwhelming. Yeah. And so it's like, whoa, 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 step back. Yeah. Let's break down today and let's just win today. And baby steps. Like if you're having, if you're struggling, then you're just doing that one second at a time. You're doing one minute at a time. You're doing one moment at a time, like whatever it takes you to get to the next step. I've, and if you, you got to know that a, a feeling only lasts about 90 seconds, like a really intense feeling and you're able, you can shift out of that if you just have the right tools. And if you get stuck in the spin out and we do sometimes. Um, so yes. you talk about the right tools. 
right? Let's talk about that. What have been the right tools for you to keep you on track? Oh gosh, I have so many. Um, you know, I go to I go to a therapist regularly for stress in my business because it is constant. And when you're a business owner and I do have, so I have a constant ex- stress constant, in business and always really? answering the phone. <laughs> you're, like I've got a distributing business. I've got an aircraft business and I've got a shop and employees these days alone. I mean, yeah, it's impossible. No. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, therapy, regular therapy for business stress is a hundred percent. I'm, I I'm on that weekly. Um, I also do things like physical, like, ed- like uh, diet and exercise and workout and, and water. I, I mean the water, if I didn't have the water and I wasn't in the water all the time, I would not, <laughs> not drinking it, swimming in it. But that yeah, too. Yeah. Dude, I'm in it, on it, under exactly. it. Exactly. If it's got water, my name's on That's it. right. That's me. So yeah, those are, you find the things that really motivate you and things that, um, they give you that they put you in a state of gratitude and that you love that is a game changer for you as long as you can plug into any bit of you know what really lights you up then plug into that so what really lights you up i love helping people i love my job i love um i love working with the women of the light on foundation that really lights me up um i love being anything in Hawaii, like anything involving any, um, dolphins, whales, whale watching, et cetera. Um, I'm there. That's, that is really my happy place in my Zoloft. <laughs> that <laughs> is like, if I plug into the water and go, I'm, you know, I'm seeing fish and, um, cetaceans and whatever that plugs, yeah. that plugs me into a really good place. And, and I think that's important because I think a lot of men and women that are business owners, they get so focused on their business that they don't make time for their happy place. What the heck is that? Who's calling? Who's that? <laughs> Who is that? So is that Rod? A, well, no, actually, it's not. It's my. So every day we have a stand up at nine o'clock. Our team does a Zoom call or stand up and together, and we talk about the plan for the day. Uh, so we do it at nine and we do it at three. Well, usually this podcast is at 10. So my uh, alarm doesn't usually go. Oh, off. I see. So, yeah. So like, shoot, I forgot to turn that off. But, but I think it's important, you know, that now we talk about people always talk about work-life balance and I, it's I'm really like, important. well, and, and I view work-life balance is different than trying to, even the scales. I'm like, to me, when I'm at work, I'm zoned in, right? But when I'm home, I'm with the kids. I'm with, with my wife, right? I'm in the zone with them. If I'm in the water, I'm yeah. I'm in the zone. Right. I mean, all day, if I'm surfing or diving or on the boat, whatever. I mean, that is like you, that's my happy place. And I think more business owners need to make time for their happy place. I think so too. And I think, I, I, I mean, as a younger business owner and our entrepreneur, I was really, um, and with my addiction, like I'm addicted to just about everything. So when I, even when I started my work, I was working like 12, 15, 16 hour days and I had no balance and I was exhausted all the time. And, um, 
it's really important to take, even, even if you're just overwhelmed in a day, go, you know, step away, go get a coffee, take 10 minutes for yourself and, you know, breathe, take your shoes off, whatever. Um, I think it's really important. And, and I started to get away from that pattern. I started scheduling my off time. Mm. So now very frequently these days, I will work three weeks and then take a week off. Wow. And I'm enjoying that. I just started That's doing really that and nice. I travel and then I disconnect. I have really great staff. So when I disconnect, I really disconnect and I love it. Yeah. One of the things that Rod and I are really working towards is getting to a three day weekend yeah. right? consistently. Right. right? Um, because Rod, I mean, that guy his heart is in the business he really is. and he doesn't, he has a really hard time separating it, especially when, when times are tougher, man, he's like, we got to, you know, and it's, it's really tough for him. I'm like, dude, have you worked on your car? <laughs> I mean, he loves to work on his car, you know, and, and, and it's, it's important, right. That you take the time to, to unwind, you know, you gotta, you gotta release your bow. So looking back, you know, you've been in business a long time. Yeah. What are some key things that you've learned that you think would be helpful to other business owners? Well, I think not biting off more than you can chew. Like, I think um, when I first started, I was like grabbing on to everything that was new. Um, keep it simple. You know, I have, I have, I used to do everything. Like I used to offer all these different services and I've really trimmed everything down. Be profitable. Use your time. Well, your time is worth everything in personal life and in business. So you want to get to a place where you're very profitable and you're not spinning your wells. Also creating clientele, um, client personal relationships. I think that's super important. And I didn't realize the importance of that when I was first starting, um, and creating a, an experience for people instead of, um, mm. just giving them a service, but creating an experience and getting them to come back. Um, and then again, what we were talking about before, thirdly, definitely have, you know, it, it, getting out of your comfort zone is really great. If you want to, again, if you want to be this person that does X amount and this great, if that fits, but it's also good to get out of your comfort zone. Um, being uncomfortable is okay. And it promotes growth. So don't be afraid of growth, but don't bite off more than you can chew. And another thing, save cash. I had mm. a rough, rough, rough year. And I had put away cash and it got me through the year. It's so important as a business owner. Um, we just, sometimes we just get into reinvesting in our business and we don't, you know, we don't have anything liquid. Start saving early, start putting money away for retirement, put some cash away, like get about a hundred thousand dollars in the bank if you can, or 50,000 or whatever. That is key to um, when things go wrong or if you get sick or you get injured, then your bases are covered. Yeah. That I think that is an underappreciated, I mean, people talk about it a lot, but having the discipline and Rod is really good. I mean, the guy squeaks when he sits, I mean, he just, <laughs> I call him Scrooge McDuck, right? I mean, he just, 
the guy is tighter than tight. But it also has helped us weather, you know, the downturns, right? And it's like, yeah, we we just we ratcheted down our business, but we had in the back of our mind, we knew that we had a cushion that was going to help us move through some right. things. And sometimes it's even it gives you the power to strategically invest when you otherwise would not be able to. Truly. Right. And so it's really, really important. So, and, and I love one of the things that, um, that I've really appreciated in watching you is the relationships that you forged in the industry. I mean, they're important to me. I'd like to tap in on that sure. because I see you and Sydney's relationship and you mentioned before we went on the air, your relationship with Steve Hampton. Oh. And, you know, I know Kyle Clark gave you a big shout out. And, and I just think it's, I think a lot of times we underestimate the, the power of our network. Um, that's true. And also asking for help. I mean, some of us get so caught up and we're, you know, in our life, it's like, it's okay to ask for help. And it's like, if I didn't have all these people like Kyle and Sydney and um, the Parker brothers are great. And um, Alejandro over there in Costa Rica and no, Alejandro's great. he's so great. And Ricardo. And I mean, we have all these amazing people all over Jamie Buchanan. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, I love yesterday. these guys. Yeah. Alex over in Alaska. Um, uh, Mark Elliott. I mean, that we have a wealth of of um, talent to to, to draw pull from, from yeah. but also we they're just amazing human beings, and I love. So the opposite of addiction is connectivity. Addiction mm. is a very lonely, isolated place. It, and then you're getting into, um, again, depression and all that stuff. So all that connectivity is a cure for me for a happy life. I mean, that really promotes happiness in me. So I really love connecting with people um, and the industry. I mean, just lately, especially with Sydney's awesome. My God, we, we could talk. <laughs> <laughs> when we went to McCall's last year, we, wow, we talked until two o'clock in the morning, just about cars and life. And it, all of that stuff is really important. It's important, especially when you're in an industry um, that's so diverse, like people do different things, but to connect and, and look at always reinventing yourself and always reinventing, you know, the way we do things and being more profitable and being better and offering a better quality. I mean, there's a lot to be said there and there's a lot of people out there to draw from. And we, you know, we're humans. We need connection. Yeah. You know, it, it became very obvious to me uh, just last weekend, right? With COVID, Ugh. we have sent all of our guys home, right. right? Everybody works remote. You got the opportunity to meet one of our little guys <laughs> and, um, but we've really been trying to pull everybody back in because while we have the flexibility to work remotely, Rod and I have realized that in some ways we've lost some of that culture because we used to every month we'd have a lunch together and we'd sit around and talk and, and we we'd get together for pizza or, you know, I take people out on the boat and people have been a little reticent because of COVID. 
And last weekend, I had the opportunity to go to tube in the Boise River oh, with one gosh, of our I teammates. And Dan and I had just such Did a you great you day. Went. Yeah, me and it was just me and Dan, so one of our team members, and we were floating the river. We were talking about our families, business, aspirations, just everything. And then got to go out and have a big fat uh, Big Buns burger, oh, right. you know, right over by Boise State, and stuffed ourselves with onion rings. And that connectivity is really, really important. And it made me realize I'm like we need to make sure that we're connecting as a team. I need to do a better job despite the limitations that COVID threw at us. I need to make sure that I'm making sure we're connecting as a leader. Right. And I had kind of let that slip. I'm trying, we're trying to do it with zoom, but there's just power in getting together. It really is. Yeah. And, and COVID really did throw a wrench in all of that. Like even in our events, like, SEMA and like all those things where we, we always had a, you know, a mafia event. We always had like, it just threw a wrench in everything. Um, and, and I think a lot of people just got kind of depressed over it. I mean, there was like a lot of sickness. There was a lot of, you know, not everybody's all separated and a lot of crummy news. And I I'm yeah, it's really great getting and traveling, just traveling. I've been traveling so much and I'm going to continue to travel, travel the rest of the year. And that's like just connection, connection, connection. I love it. Yeah. There's really power and connection. Really? Well, I want to thank you so much for coming by and visiting with me. I mean, I, Rod, Rod is going to be so bummed. I'm I mean, super bummed. Rod, Rod was bummed. He's like, are you freaking kidding me? She's coming when I'm leaving for the wedding. I'm like, that's okay. I get to enjoy it. <laughs> So the last time he was on, he was like, I think you, you guys were talking, we were talking about the volcano and how it was belching out like, um, Shoot, we got volcanoes I mean, volcanic, belching yeah. in Utah now. I was like, what are you talking it about? It was pretty funny. But that was a good time. Yeah. He, he gets a little worried about stuff like that. Well, we have <laughs> earthquakes like every day. We probably have like, you know, a hundred earthquakes on the island every day. And some we feel and some we don't, but it's like, yeah, we live on a volcano. That's how things are. <laughs> like that's how we roll, man. Yeah. yeah. Rod, Rod doesn't like that instability. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas me, I'm I'm much more inclined for an adventure. All yeah. Right. All right. It's blowing smoke and lava. Yeah. Let's go. It's adrenaline. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. So, well, I want to thank you so much thank for joining us. Uh, I mean, I I love your story. Thank you. And and um, you know, there's so many women. You know, I've been so humbled as I've visited with them. Bernice Usury. Oh yeah. You know you, Marcy Tran. You know Jennifer Turcott. I mean, you can just but the Buff and Queen. You can just go down, and and I'm always inspired by your stories because it's not only a business story; it's a personal story. And I think a lot of times we get so caught up in the business story that we miss that the real triumph is what happens with the person and watching what has happened to you on a personal level as well as a business level it's inspiring Thank you. i mean it really really is inspiring and you know when i think about all of those little girls around around robin sweet i'm like that's legacy that's impact and you never know what little thing you do in your life, in your business, how it is going to ripple across so many lives, right? And being able to embrace that journey and being authentically you and opening yourself to go and look, this is my journey. This is where I tripped. 
But look what I did, right? I owned the life choices. We all trip. We all trip. We all do. We're not perfect. We are far from perfect, but it's what we do with it and how we carry on. That's good. So, so how do people connect with you? Obviously, I can't detail my boat in Hawaii, but <laughs> um, how do people connect with me? Um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook. I'm just starting TikTok. I'm, I'm not very good at it yet, but I'm getting there. Um, and then I have Ake Ake Pro Detail um, is my uh, my website. Ake Ake Pro Detail .com. And if you don't know how to spell Ake Ake, it's A-K-E, A-K-E. It actually means to preserve in Hawaiian. Really? Yeah. Wow. That has uh, a lot it's good. of, yeah, that's really, really good. Inadvertently, so. I, I nailed it. <laughs> you know what? I don't even know. Like there's such a long story about the, about how, I mean, we, I was with friends and she, she's Hawaiian and she came up with that and. I don't even think we knew what it meant or what it was. I mean, it was a, one of those long nights and, but yeah, no, to preserve good. is fitting. That is good to preserve. Yes. Right. Not only you're preserving people's cars, but you're preserving their value, their worth, right. Yes. Especially with your work with the light on and working with those women, taking them to swim with the dolphins. I mean, there, there are so many ways to, touch and impact lives right? truly so that's truly. great well thank you so much for the conversation thank you it's, i really appreciate you inviting me today it was great yeah, it's super cool and the, you guys tuning in thank you guys so much for joining us please remember to like share and subscribe um we're on youtube facebook instagram we're on all of your podcasts spotify all all that so make sure to go tune in and share and uh, we will check you guys same time, same bat channel just next week. Aloha. See ya. Oh yeah. Aloha, Aloha and mahalo. And mahalo. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Bye-bye. Awesome. That was super fun. That was great. That was such